Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. just another example of how society is predisposed to automatically rejecting women's opinions. We're out there. There's a box of free, yes, but that doesn't negate the fact that it's shitty donuts. And I tried one and it was horrific. Tried another one. It was dry. And I tried another one. And the guy out there goes, well, you're just hard to please. And I go, try this donut. He ate it. He goes, yeah, these are shitty donuts. And it's the idea, like, when you're a girl, it's like, oh, you must be hard to please. Or... I know quality, and this ain't it. No, you must be hard. No. It was a shitty donut, and I know what I'm worth. I'm not going to waste stomach space on a crap donut. When was the last time you had a donut? I've never had a donut. It was just this morning. It was the first time. I I don't know. You've had the 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 fancy ones. Or just a, not even fancy, uh, uh, Krispy Kreme. That's a great donut. That's not fancy. It's a fine donut. And I mean, there are shitty places that have nice donuts, but that was just a box of dry, crappy donuts. You did pick the one that looked like an egg roll. It was orange. I thought it might be. Um, it had the little chili flakes well, sprinkled in like sweet and sour sauce. What? What did you think it might be? I told you passion fruit. Right. And that's no one has ever looked at an orange food and been like, I brought this as passion fruit. Thousand percent. Passion fruit sorbet. And I've had passion fruit donuts with chocolate drizzle. I think they make them at Blue Star. Okay. 99% of the earth is like orange is orange. You have never had an orange donut. Ever. You've never, because that's not a that's not a flavor pairing. That's like, like oh my, turkey was purple. Yeah, it's a, it's a grape velvet turkey. You're like, or it's just mold. I don't know. Stop hitting this. I'm not, okay, what about with my hands? Keep all your arms to yourself. What We're recording just, this one at the docks, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if they can hear that. Let's get to the questions. Now that you know that I'm a woman of quality and standards. And practices. I'm a woman of standards and practices. My name is Joan. I work on the third floor. Kick it in the dick it. 
Ellie Moo has a related question. Ellie Moo. How do I eat everything I want to and still remain slim? Ellie, fun fact, you can't. Are you over 30? It's all downhill from there. The only way to lose weight is to expend more calories than you consume. That's the answer. Everybody walks around as if, oh, if you just eat these foods and work out, you'll get thin. Nope. You want to be thin? You have to eat less or not at all. I'm not endorsing it. Save your hate mail. I'm telling you the way that it is. My husband brought up an excellent point. You always see these women in, like, Malibu that are, like, equestrians. And you always see these, like, crazy skinny women, right? Like, brutal, like, skinny. And they're like, oh, I'm a healthy chef. I'm a vegan. I love eating clean. No, you love not eating. That is the thing. And he was like, you have rich people have crazy hobbies to distract them from the fact that they're actually not eating. That's what it is. Women lie all the time. There are women who are naturally thin. The taller you are, the thinner it can be, and it's natural. But you have to just eat less calories and expend more calories than you eat, creating a deficit, and that's what weight loss is. You can be healthy. You can get strong and eat. You can lose weight. You can do all these things. But if you want to be thin, that's it. Just yeah. don't eat. That's what these women are doing. Don't listen to the bullshit. Don't buy the special cream rose quartz cream that you put on your belly and it enhances the burning of the calories. Nope. And nothing you eat will make you lose weight other than air. That's it. So that's why it's like kind of bullshit. Don't focus on being thin. Just focus on being healthy. A lie said by every white woman. Get thin. Show the bones. Wear couture. Be a zero even after dinner. But don't have dinner. That's it. Define thin, though. She has to write back. Because, you know, there's thin and then there's thin. I think you gave a good oversight. Katrina. You want to be Audrey Hepburn Wayfish? Grow up during World War I when there's no access to food, and that will forever form your eating habits. That's it. Katrina.rose underscore PDX. Sorry about my username. Mm-hmm. Eliza, I desperately need your help coming up with a semi-polite tongue lashing it was for World my War prying. II. It might have been World War II. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just No, I'm trying it. to do the math on when those movies were. Well, World War II was like 43 to 45. Right. So she could have been in World War One was like 1919. Yeah. So she could have been I don't I don't have like Were her movies in the 60s? So she could have been a baby in World War II. Yeah. Yeah, I could have been World War One. Either it's one of the two and I know that for a fact. Mm. Moving on. Uh, Eliza, I desperately need your help coming up with a semi-polite tongue lashing for my prying family. This topic is painful, and I'm holding back tears while I type this. Context. Can you give it more emotion? She says she's holding back tears. I don't... You're just glazing over it, unlike those donuts. That's why I paused. Context. you were just napping. My husband and I have been trying to conceive for two years. We are both in our mid-30s and both have medical issues that make getting pregnant hard. We're both working with fertility specialists and we'll be doing IUI sometime soon. Everyone in my immediate and extended family is giving us a hard time about kids. We are constantly the victims of indirect and direct shitty comments like, when are you guys having some? My parents and sister are the worst. My sister goes out of her way to have her son call me and say, auntie, I want cousins. I have directly asked them to stop. I have called them out one-on-one and publicly until I'm blue in the face. What they don't know is that we are having a hard time conceiving, and every comment is a slap in the face, even if it's, quote, all in fun, unquote. There's a real chance this might not happen for us, which is devastating. So my question is, 
can you help me come up with a semi-polite but utterly ruthless yes. tongue lashing that lets them know that their questions, comments are beyond fucked up and that they don't need to be worried about my uterus, what's in it, et cetera, because I've tried everything and nothing seems to work. Yeah. What's your name? This is Katrina. Katrina, you've tried everything but the truth. So it doesn't need to be a scathing tongue lashing because when you speak from a truth, it really takes the wind out of everyone's sails. They're operating under the assumption that, you know, maybe you're not trying hard enough or maybe you don't want kids. And they're like, we want you to have kids. This idea that a child would call and be like, can you guys fuck harder? <laughs> Me wants cousins. Me wants cuz-cuz time. That would be awesome. And like what man is like, well, this five-year-old asked of it. I really want him to have cousins. So weird. So weird. Can you guys pump out harder? Maybe make love in the morning? I hear you're fernal then. But what you haven't said, you haven't pulled them to the side and said, we actually have, I have a medical condition that's making this difficult. So I am trying as hard as I can. And we are. Um, and we want to have this family. We want to be there for you guys. But it hurts my feelings because it's actually beyond my control. I promise we're fucking real hard. <laughs> That's it. You haven't told them the truth and you're mad at them and you're just lashing out at them. I, I mean, it's pretty brutal that she has, regardless of how she's phrased it, that she's asked them to stop multiple times. For and sure. And just keep doing it. Like, that's a separate issue. That is a separate issue. But, it, you know, I don't know what you're saying to them. Are you like, stop it. I told you to stop. And they're like, come on. I don't know what kind of family you have. Maybe it's super religious. Maybe it's one of those big families. I don't know how they're wired, but what I do know What's is that quiverful. Yeah, the quivers. They live right down the road next next to the love puddings. Remember from Lethal Weapon? I'm oh, sorry. What is it? Not Lethal Weapon. Naked Gun. He read Quivering Mountain of Love Pudding. That's how you describe your vagina. Uh yeah, the quiverful or it's like that's the like the Duggars. Yeah. And so you can imagine those family Thanksgivings. Like, so you guys should be fucking under the table right now. Need eight kids by tomorrow who all have the same face except for that one hot one that got a show and the guy she married wasn't that hot. Uh, That's what you have to tell her. You have to sit down. And if they make fun of you beyond that, like, then feel free. I mean, at that point, physical you, action. you might have to cut them out. Yeah, that's I, Don't answer their calls. Like, that's harassment. Yeah, but I think it would do you a world of good to just— And you might say something like that, and they might—one of them might confess, like, oh, my God, I went through that. I know someone has gone through that. We're so sorry. What can we do? And then you say, just please stop asking because we are trying, and it breaks my heart. Yeah. Try being honest and vulnerable. I'm just saying it doesn't seem like from what you've written that you've told them mm-hmm. the reason it's not happening. Because I think they still think they're being cute and teasing you like brothers and sisters do. Right. Get to fucking Merry Christmas. <laughs> that's it. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's tough. That's what I would say. None of your beeswax. How often I get it when I hit it in the morning Ooh. without giving you half of my dough. What is that? Is that a song? But even worse, if I was broke, would you want me? Nope, it's Jay-Z not a song. Reference nope, right it's there. just me making up just spitting you. dope bars. Oh. If I couldn't get you out of town, I could not have a Shot, shot, Chelsea ate. Hello. I was so nervous that there was an N word in there. I was like, I'll just gloss over it. There might be. It's just do that little rap to your family. They'll stop asking you bo, questions bo, bo, bo. altogether. Yeah, you want a kid that sounds like this? Bo, 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 bo. Wah, wah. I'm going to listen back to this podcast and be like, what? What is that? <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
it happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Cha-cha, Chelsea. Hello, Eliza and Emily. A college ex recently got in touch with me after a couple years without talking, and he wants to be friends. We always had fun talking with each other, and the only reason it went south was when I moved away after graduation for a job. I am now in a happy relationship with a guy and have no residual feelings for the college ex. Is it cool to reconnect and see if friendship can happen or let it fade? Thanks for making my Wednesday commutes less terrible. Let it fade. Let it fade. Oh, let it fade. Let it fade. No auto-tune on that one. Scott, keep your tools to yourself. Since you broke up in college, no one cares. Let it fade. Oh. 
You were talking to him in college because you have a finite amount of people that you have access to. And now you're in a relationship. It's cool that you don't have any residual feelings, but he, you don't know if he does. Typically, men don't tend to reach out to women unless they won last comic standing uh, or they dated them. <laughs> I get a lot of like, hey, we were just the thing you guys remember me. So um, there's no reason. I also don't know if you live in the same city. Like, do you need another male? In your 20s, it's like, oh, my God, male friends. You don't really need it if you're in this relationship. Of course, you can have friends, but you don't know how you'll feel. And if the guy doesn't live here, like, it's just some extra guy voice that you're tending to. You don't, you don't need that friend. You don't. Yeah. You know, give it a little bit of time. If there's, like, a serious connection, like, you both found a dead body together. But you broke up. You moved on. You're leaving your hometown or wherever you moved away. Like, that was nature's way of being like life evolves you don't get to keep all of them please take this with you scott's going red in the face what are you, you, you both found a dead body together those instances <laughs> are few and far between but by all means but explore that relationship bonding if nothing else you'll find as you get older in your 20s you're like i gotta hold on to all of them all my dolls all my friends gotta keep those connections you're my friend this is my best guy friend this is my best girlfriend this is my best girlfriend but she's got one arm this is my best one arm girlfriend this is, you don't need all of it uh you will have male friends you will have female friends, but there's no reason for this one. Awesome dude, great. Let him post on your birthday. Let Facebook make you one of those, like, on this day, we became friends, and they make you one of those weird albums. Yeah. But you don't. It's, it's yeah, whatever. you don't really need anything outside of social media. I, I, even if your boyfriend's secure, like, ask your boyfriend. Be like, can I? He'll be like, why? How? Let me ask you this. How would you feel if your boyfriend was like, this is my ex-girlfriend. We've always gotten along. The only reason we broke up was because she moved away. And now we're in the same space. Yeah. So think about that one. <laughs> that was a scary face you did. Because I, I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome what I'm about to say. <laughs> reverse. I reversed it. Reverse scenario. <laughs> fire. <laughs> Gaffer's hair's on fire. <laughs> Call the medic. RF. It's not covered by your insurance. <laughs> Going to have a weird bald spot. Get something grafted to it. Uh, it's just something. Dating's hard now because part of your head's weird. Hopefully they look past it and just see your personality. RF Thorson therapy says, you also function in your arm. Okay. I'm, I'm a gay man who has been sober from all narcotics for 4.5 years. What's his name? RF Thorson. RF Thorson. And I haven't had sex since becoming sober. I really want to lose my virginity again, but for once I want it to be with a nice guy. I lost my virginity to both a slutty woman and a slutty man to get it over with when I was 19 slash 21. How should I go about finding a quality guy to take it? P.S. I live in Chicago. Yes, actually in Chicago. And I mean, I don't want to say where he lives. We'll say it. He, he wrote it. it in Edgewater. I don't know where Edgewater is, but like he's like, P.S. I live in Chicago in case anyone's listening, wants to take my virginity, but like, sober. oh, I thought he was, I thought maybe you were saying something about Chicago and he was responding. He's just trying to find someone. Oh, maybe, maybe he's I using this like low key dating. Uh, or maybe I made fun of Edgewater. Who knows? I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's what I thought. I probably like most things made fun of it and have no memory of doing so, Correct. but like took a hard stance on it. Um, finding a nice guy. What's the question? So he wants to know it. he's been sober from narcotics. He hasn't had sex since then. He wants to find a quality guy. So go do it. What's the? Why I mean, I think circles? probably the the people that he met when he was on narcotics were in much different circles. I like and he how he wrote slutty it. guy and a slutty girl <laughs> slutting it up. I I would assume he runs in very different circles now, so it's a little harder. 
I don't think what you're looking for is that different from what most people who are not in recovery are looking for. Mm-hmm. Slash most women. Like, you're looking for a nice person to give the gift of your flower. <laughs> to, uh, so you're just looking for, it seems, I don't know if it, you're looking for a relationship or just a sober person, but. It seems like just a sober person. Um, sounds like you might have to break some old habits and change up some things because you're probably, you can't go to the places you used to go to. But somebody will come by because people, plenty of people date that are sober. Plenty of people have sex without alcohol. Not a lot, but no, plenty of people do it. So you just got to give it a beat. I think you're probably missing the immediacy of a high and access to people. When you're on drugs, everyone's your friend. Everything's cool. So you just got to give it a beat and go out there and, you know, go to places like bookstores and like juice bars and like coffee shops. A lot of people in recovery like drink a lot of coffee. Get so. on an app. Get on an app. What is, what's, what is, what's the question here? You just got to – you're just now taking the steps to live a life void of – narcotics and I think you're just a little worried. Well, I think once you go to like NA, AA, et cetera, you're not supposed to get in a relationship for at least a year or two. So, oh, you know, know, I think you're, he's dipping back into sober life. Uh, are, could you just be sober and that person be drunk when you have sex or do you want it to be both of you sober? Mm. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with just putting that on a dating app and I think you'll find there are plenty of dudes that are like, totally, let's just yeah. meet up for coffee and have a normal date or just fuck real quick. That's like any dude, gay or straight. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Okay. Get your fuck on. Get your sober fuck on. Eat a big meal. Get your sober fuck on. Panty meals. <laughs> why were those? To take the place of the alcohol. I. Okay. When you're those... doing drugs, you're not eating a ton. Other than pot. Like, so drugs don't make you. a ton? Because you can now. You're sober. Dig in. Yeah, get that second side. Yeah, Go for the foot side. Dick. Yeah. Go for the <laughs> Get in there. There was a Reddit post. <laughs> Where someone was asking, uh, am I the asshole in this situation? Mm. It was on that subreddit. And the guy was like, I ate too much of a party sub. And so I read the <laughs> I read the tagline and I'm like, ah, you know, who, probably not. And then you get into it and he's like, look, I'm a big guy. I brought chicken wings for everyone. I didn't get to eat any. People ate them. There was a six-foot party sub. I had one normal piece. And then while everyone was watching the fight— I had another 18 inches. And then I said, does anyone want the rest? And then I had another 18 inches. Everyone's mad at me. (laughs) And every comment was like, you ate three feet of sandwich. Most of it being plastic if it's from Subway. That guy can house But it wasn't even Subway. It was a nice place. It was like a nice. No nice place has a party sub. Yeah, you can get like a nice, like a nice sandwich, good bread, good cheese. Oh, like get Bay Cities or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not at like fine dining. And they're like, the sub. The number of comments in here that were just like, oh, because I was was so ready for him to just be totally that he was not at fault. But he, I don't think he's at fault. I don't think he's at fault. Well, so here's the the argument for why he is. is what country club you, is this? At? Can I get yeah. six feet of your finest sub, please? If you have six feet of sub, you're watching a fight. This is and our country this club. Event, it's three feet long. This event is going till 1 a.m. and it's nine. And you're like, hey, does anyone else want any? But hold and on. You, Nobody sh- comes for the undercard. No snacking in the undercard. Eat during the event. He said he was there to eat and talk to people and not watch the fight. So everyone so else he is came watching and he accomplished fight. half of that mission. <laughs> Everybody always throws out like three to four feet of those party subs. 
So he's an American well, hero taking down like three feet of that. An American hero eating but, a hero. Yeah. But <laughs> he finishes, and then the, like one of the fights stops, and everyone goes to load up on more food, and they're like, where is this party sub? It's all gone. Are you kidding me? Can't sleep during the rounds. <laughs> Don't sleep on that. Listen. Whether you're in the ring or outside of it. Yeah. And I just, Listen, three feet. <laughs> nice Three feet's sandwich. not that big. Plus That's his normal, so, wait, 18 and 18, is that? 36. That's, that's three 36, feet. which is three 12-inch subs. Right, and then he also had, had oh one God, regular serving. He had one little slice. I'm throwing that out. That's a warm-up. <laughs> Listen to me. You live and love all the wrought iron signs above women's home bars are always like, live and love like no one's looking. Love with reckless abandon. Same goes for food. You don't invite someone <laughs> to your party with, with the limitation of like, but only eat three to four okay, servings. Okay, but... If people came to your house, let's say, let's say your husband made food. Let's say because he does. Okay. Yeah. And super relatable. You go outside to watch the fireworks and you turn around and everything is gone. I, as the host, would be so excited that people ate everything. Here's why. Okay, I get your point. But you're halfway through. Let's say the fireworks no, haven't started yet. I understand. Yet. This isn't hard to wrap my mind around the idea of food being gone. Emily's like sweating. She's like, but it was just there. Uh, on 4th of July, we had a couple people over. After we had spent a day grilling at another friend's house, and my husband made a vat of pasta. Everybody got their own hearty bowl of pasta. No one finished it, and he threw out like a small army's worth of pasta because nobody finished it. I want people to eat stuff. The oh amount God. of food I sent from Blanche's Shiva. Uh-oh, I invoke my dog's name. You can't interrupt. Blanche's Shiva. We sent people home with bags of food. I don't want to throw things out. And he brought wings. And I, you go back to that country club and or subway, and you tell them you ate the entire six feet. They'll be like, you're the first. Here's a T-shirt. You get a free yeah. thing. At one of our, at Greg's birthday, we all brought, my husband brought, like, six pizzas he'd made. We had, like, a picnic birthday. And this couple, like, brought only food for them. <laughs> and I was like, ew. Like, this is like a stone soup situation. I went to a barbecue once where some guy only brought the meat he was going to eat, and it wasn't, like, a dietary thing. Oh, it just, he was like, can you put this on for me? Yeah, it's a communal thing. He brought wings for everyone, so you are entitled to eat. It wasn't like he ate other things. He just ate the sandwich. He was hungry. How big is this guy? He said he was big. I just Sound immediately, big. when you're talking about eating <laughs> eating before sex, and this guy's like, I ate three feet of subs, and everyone sent me texts. I've been dealing with the aftermath. I feel so was, bad for that guy. Like, Well, yeah, it seems like, based on his sister's response, his friend's response, everybody who was at the party, the number of texts he got, I don't think this is the first time they've, like, turned away and then turned back and everything's gone. couple things. One, there was an episode of, like, some weird eating show on, like, TLC, and it was a girl who wasn't really fat. She was, like, a little overweight, and she had an addiction to food, and she would go to a family barbecue, and she'd make herself, like, a huge plate. But mm -hmm. this is before everyone else had really, like, gone up for seconds, and then she'd hide a plate of food. That's gluttonous because it's kind of like you don't need to do that. It sounds like this guy was trying to mitigate his intake, and he just got, like, really hungry. Wow. Also, if there's that many people to substantiate that huge of a sub, everybody else should have brought a lot of food. There should have been other options. The tasty food gets eaten up. How do you feel about this semi-related issue, which is on the Real Housewives of New York, they were having what, a what are you lobster controlling here? This, these aren't even cookout. questions. I know. I'm just. It's talking so about funny food you say now. that because I was just thinking at a lobster boil, nobody wants the fucking corn and potatoes. At a lobster you boil, only want the lobster. Ramona 
before anyone was served, Ramona was like, Dorinda wasn't invited, so I got to go back to the house with her. Her and, like, two other girls were going oh back to the I house. I don't care. And she went up in front of the line, took multiple lobsters, et cetera, to go before anyone had even gotten food and left after being at the barbecue for 10 minutes. These are crazy people in these staged events. Gives yeah, that's a, a producer being yeah. like, this will be nuts. I'm sure there are entitled women, but if you took two, if you were going to eat, the point of a cookout shouldn't be whoever gets there first if you there were if there were enough to go around, she just grabbed hers because she was leaving. Who cares? It's shitty, but it's like okay, you were gonna eat it anyway. It's not like she took it and now no one gets those two. But yeah, lobsters. but she's like, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna make omelets tomorrow, and it's like this isn't to substantiate yes, you gross. forever. But had she just not said, I'm not gonna eat it tomorrow, you'd been like, okay, eat it, like have fun at dinner. All right. I, I don't have a problem with that guy unless he's an asshole. <laughs> now will you go back to the format of the show? Quit trying to make this into housewife lobster chat. My dream show. <laughs> Yeah, that's really, I'm really <laughs> manipulating this. That being said, I went out to dinner in, I forgot what city. My agent was there, a bunch of other agents. It was like a seafood steakhouse. It was after a show. Okay. And I love lobster. Lately, I haven't really wanted it because my dog died. I'm kind of like, I don't want luxury. But there was like a three-pound lobster, which is gross. Do not eat anything over a two-pound lobster. Oh, yeah. And they put shared it, that on here. They put it down on the table. And I said, just fair warning, order whatever you want. This is mine. Like, I'm not sharing this lobster. And I ate the whole thing. I wasn't even hungry. Where was, I was the little nauseous? What was the situation in that other people would have eaten your lobster? Like, oh, are we sharing it? Like, who's taking a bite? Nope. Order your shitty tuna tartare. I'm eating this this turf. Yeah, you stick your flag in that thing and you go to town. Yeah, I like. They it. call it surf and turf, but really it should be tur and turf. <laughs> tur and hoof. Tur and earth. Crustacean turn related. Earth. I was in uh, turn Maryland earth. last week and had a whole bunch of crabs, and it was yes. delicious. That, yeah, now, did great. you eat any yeah. crab cakes? Yeah, I, I did everything they had. Were they mostly filling or like pure jumbo lump? No, there were some like gnarly just lump crab. People can take this, by the way. If you own a dog that like my mom has, not a Maltese, what's a, a Havanese or like a Shih Tzu. Sometimes when dogs are all white, their hair, it's like lumps of hair. And I always call all white dogs jumbo lump because they look like jumbo lump crab meat. And no one ever gets it because no one's as perceptive as I am. <laughs> but if you have a white dog, take that. Jumbo lump. Jumbo lump. Jumbo Panty Millia. Hi, at Ask Eliza. You. If you want to keep enjoying all the fruits of the sea, we need to start recycling and taking better care of our oceans. Otherwise, there won't be any crab for anyone but the rich. So. Yeah. Don't throw stuff in there. Don't throw that tur out. Don't clog up that tur's home. Tur time. Someone's going to make me a shirt you, in three months that says, like, it's tur time. I'll be like, what the fuck does that mean? Do you ever watch the videos of hermit crabs that get themselves new homes? Yeah. You know when they move from one it's to another? Crab hunters. It's on HGTV. No, it's like clips online. Some wife that's like, I want three bedrooms in my shell. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. 
Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, a few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Panny Milia, hi, Ed, Eliza. You are such a fearless woman. I am so inspired by you. I've always wondered, as a performer whose focus is comedy, how do you get into the funny zone when you're not feeling funny? Mm -hmm. I could use a few tips on that because I just scored a promotion at work, and part of my job is to lead the initiative on positive team building. However, I also have an anxiety disorder that eats my soul at times, and any insight on how to rise above the yuck and into fuck yeah mode is greatly appreciated. She says she has an anxiety disorder. Uh, yes. I can't give you advice for that because that's some sort of chemical reuptake thing. Like, if that's a clinical disorder, mm-hmm. positive word. Like, you know, I. it's not as simple as it is where it's like, I'm having a bad day. Like, you have something that's, like, diagnosed. But right. from a non-anxiety disorder <laughs> diagnosed perspective, I can tell you as a professional comedian, like, I had to go on stage two days after my dog died. Um, I've had to go on stage when I found out bad news about a family member. I've had to go on stage with the flu. I've had to go on stage exhausted. I've had to go on stage in the scorching sun, in freezing cold, in front of an audience that didn't want me. Like, not all in one, but but when it's personal and, like, you're having a bad day, uh, this is not going to apply to you, but I always remember these people, you have promised them something, and you are fucking lucky that they have come here to get that. And you are in charge. So if you're a team builder, you are in charge. These people are looking up to you. And if you want to be weak and shirk that responsibility, then you don't deserve this job. But this is where the rubber meets the road. And, like, this is the professionalism. Otherwise, you're amateur. Well, and there's something to be said for the word performer. Like, if you don't feel funny, you can still, perform, like, put on confidence to lead your team. You know, you just Uh grin and bear it. Put on the confidence. Fake it till you make it. And also the energy, like, I will come out and just throw energy out there. And then the audience, 
we send it back and forth. They give me energy, and that kind of puts me in a better mood. Mm-hmm. Stand-up comedy is a great—doing a set will always get you out of a bad mood, unless you eat shit, and then it puts you in a horrible mood. But you usually come off stage. I've oftentimes come off stage feeling better than I did when I went on stage. It takes your mind off of it because you have to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. So from a professional standpoint, it's—I've been entrusted with this special thing uh, for you. I'm in charge of leading these people. You know, think of— I don't know. Like, we have the luxury of doing these jobs that are not life or death. Like, think if you're in, like, the military and you just saw your buddy get blown up and it's like, sorry, you still have to march three miles and do X, Y, and Z. And, like, they just do it. The least you can do is, like, lead an improv exercise. And faking it will make other people excited. Also knowing that, like, you're leading them. So if you're not excited, they won't be. Like, your fate is in their hands. So that's it. Get Do it for them, not for you. Yeah. If you're a comic, just do it for you. <laughs> That's my answer, I guess. All right. Elise underscore Griffin. Top three dating tips for a girl in her mid-30s. I wrote this down thinking I was clever. I wrote, be selfish, be yourself, be open. Uh, so there's a billion dating tips you can give. So when I said be selfish, I arrived at this conclusion a while ago. Do the things you want to do. I think a lot of times as women, we spend all this time like, oh, I'm going to, I'm doing this activity that he wants to do, or I'm going to this bar hoping this guy will be there. Women do more things than men, but the richer you are in spirit, in ruach, the richer you are in spirit, the happier you are, the more focused on yourself you are, the more you will attract. Well, and there's that Samantha quote from Sex and the City when she's talking to her hot boyfriend and she's like, I'm going to say the thing you're not supposed to say. I love you, but I love me more. Yeah. There's something to that. There's something. The times in my life where I was the least focused, and it's tough when you're single because you're like, I don't care if I have a man, but you do. Sometimes you do. The times where I was least focused on it and most focused on being self-serving and taking care of myself is when the most men are attracted to Uh me because there's no desperation there. So be selfish. It might mean, like, you got to play the game. You got to go to the bars. You got to do the dating apps. But sometimes you do stay in. Sometimes you do go to a pottery class instead. It sucks because all you're thinking about is getting a boyfriend or dating someone or a girlfriend if you're gay, whatever. All you're thinking about is that, and it's really hard to remove yourself from that. But it's not like doing, unlike doing stand-up. You get on stage and all your troubles go away for that 90 minutes. Whether it's working out, try to make it something that's, beneficial to you, not just like eating three feet of a hoagie. So that's what I mean by be selfish. And be selfish with your time. Oh, I want you to come over now. No, I want to go to bed. Like the sex will be okay. I'll see you in the morning. If you really, if he really likes you, he'll be there tomorrow to call you. Right. So be selfish. And maybe you're being selfish is, I just want to fuck real quick and I don't want to call you. Then do it. Be yourself. When we're in our 30s, you should know yourself enough. Do you want kids? You say that. Do you not want kids? You say that. This game playing, I don't know, or I don't want to tell him, I'm afraid. The right guy will be in step with you. The right guy will be like, yeah, me too someday. That's it. If you hold things back, then you're, because you're like, I don't know if he, if I'm going to be attractive. There are plenty of men out there, and men can attest to this. Scott will agree with me, because I'm staring right at him. (laughs) Your version of your life that you want will be in sync with what another guy wants. There will be the guy out there, you're like, I just want to draw comic books quietly for the next three years, then maybe get a chinchilla. He'll be like, I love chinchilla. I love a draw. I do it. Right, Scott? Yes. Chinchilla. And the kid thing, like, when you met your wife, you probably talked about it, and you weren't like, whoa, you said kids. I'm out of here. Right. Yeah, it's fine. That's a really immature, dumb reaction. And if that's the reaction he gives, like, do you want that guy? No, not unless he's super hot. And be open. 
sometimes when we're single for a while, you know, we do this thing where you're like, maybe I could be the girl that's a stepmom to six kids and rides the motorcycle. <laughs> probably not. You're probably not going to make like a huge departure from who you are. And we all try to like wrap. Maybe we do work at his incense store together. <laughs> maybe I do give up every moral I've ever had and just only eat air. But be open. When I met my husband, I had three rules. The guy I was going to be with could not have kids, could not have roommates. And I don't remember the other one, but there's like a third one. <laughs> I know. Every time we talk about this, you don't remember the third one. I don't remember. The, I'll have to I ask him. I swear you talked about this on the podcast. But that was the thing. And I didn't want to go with roommates because I owned a home. I was a certain level of successful. And a lot of times when you're a girl that's successful, you have to kind of go down a peg because men mature uh, slower. And a lot of guys that are successful don't want a girl that's successful. They want like me, Kelsey, I'll be there. And I just, that's not me. Uh, but Kelsey, if you're listening, like, that's cool, too. <laughs> and my boyfriend uh, and my husband lived in a house. He lived in a house with a bunch of other dudes. And I just was open to it, and I asked him. I had a really nice time. I said, why? And he said, I can afford my own apartment, which is what the root of it was. I wanted to make sure he could afford his own living situation. And he said, I could afford it, but I work odd hours. These are my best friends. I love cooking for them. Like, it was a different explanation than I would have assumed. So I was open to his answer. Versus just like, no, forget it. Like, nah, these are my rules. The rules are there to protect you, not to keep you from experiences. So that's it. Be yourself. Be selfish. Be yourself and be open. And be hot. Tits out. We know what boys like. Do it. Come on. No one's <laughs> laughing. Right. Next question. Okay. Kylie does Dallas. Asks, biggest red flag when you were dating or worst date ever? I didn't circle that one. Oh, yeah? What's that? Yeah, I circled it. Yeah, now that it's in your handwriting and not in emails, we got to do this every time. Biggest red flag. I mean, there's or a ton. worst date. I don't remember the worst. I mean, I left a guy in a parking garage once. I was like, I cannot deal with you. Goodbye. All right. As um, a guy, we've all been there. We've, we've all been all in that parking garage. <laughs> I was like, you're just the worst. I don't want to force this. Um... A big red flag, girls, and I say this in my book, Girl Logic, available on Amazon. It's also on Audible. I narrated it myself. Uh, when a guy doesn't make time, you will spend all of your 20s um, rationalizing why he didn't text you back. But men are painfully simple, not in a stupid way. They're so simple that it's, it feels complicated. If he likes you, he's going to call you and make a plan. If he's on the fence, he'll be a little vague. And if he doesn't like you, he's not texting you. He might text you to, like, hook up or something. That's it. There is no, oh, he's been busy. If he's busy, then he's calling you every day to be like, I'm out of town. How are you? Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't, then he's selfish. But, like, there is no version of the love story where it's like, yeah, he didn't text me for a couple months, and then we finally went out. He didn't text me again, but then we got married. He's not into you or he's waiting for something else. Remember how you treat guys that you're not into and know that someone is doing that to you. Do not waste your time. Yeah. Men go to women. Women don't go to men. That's just the way that it is. Guy likes you. My husband, like, tried to move in the third day. He was like, I got to lock this girl down and not look desperate. I'm really into you. My he husband, waited three days on it. He was really, he waited. We had our first date. Woke up the next morning. Did not sleep together. But I did the Eliza special. I was like, I'll make out with you. You can walk my dog with me when she was alive. And we can, you can sleep over. And I trusted him. I mean, he's a nice kid. Uh, and the next morning, he was like, what are you doing tonight for dinner? And that was it. And we've had every dinner together since. So 
That's how most men react to me. Like, what are you doing later? But that's it. Just know that you're worth it and a guy will move mountains to be with you. And if not, you're going to get a lot of like, oh, things are crazy. Can I text you later? No. No. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You better make a plan with me and you better buy me all the toppings. On what? All the extras. Like guac, fresh cheese. Guac is always worth it. Always pay extra for guac or avocado. I'm over the avocado movement. (sighs) California, get over it. It just adds something. Nice texture. Turfin. What is it? Earthen guac. Tur and earf and guac. See, we've already forgotten it. Lobster. Tur and earf. Tur and earf. Welcome to Tur and earf. We recommend six to 12 plates per person. Blueberry seed. They did that to me at TomTom. They were like, all of these are meant to share. And I was like, The soup? No. At the... Lisa Vanderpump restaurant on Oh, stop Melrose. with the Real Housewives. Like, go on Heather McDonald's podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll talk I'm about just, this shit. They were just, t- they were like, all of these are to share. And I was like, it's a burger and fries. I'm going to eat it myself. It's a very new cuisine thing. Like, we recommend 18 to 15 plates per person. And each plate is like 20 should. bucks. And it's all like, family no, size. Family style. Yeah. Blueberry seed says, favorite form of potato you know, Blueberry Seed, I know why you asked this question. You're trying to do that chicken tender, chicken finger debate thing. You're trying to get me into a tizzy. And I see your question and I raise you an incredible answer. The answer is gluten-free crackers. Which is incorrect. Because they have potato starch, which is a form of potato. And fun fact about potato starch is that it's in almost everything that we eat. So, nice try, and Blueberry Seed. And that's your seed. favorite? Yes. No, it's not. I love gluten-free crackers. But I'm there's mashed that. potatoes. Wheatless lifestyle. Mashed potatoes. Is that your answer? Like you can. My answer, answer is mashed potatoes. Okay. Scott, I, favorite form of potato. French fries are great. French fries are really good. French, French fries would fry, be yeah. second. Breakfast potatoes. Now, what kind of anything yeah, crispy? Like also, a, that anything you put a crisp on it. A breakfast potato or a hash brown, like the thin. No, I'll take a breakfast potato over a hash oh. brown. So like you're talking a, about like skillet? that's a potato lattice. Home skillet. Like once you lattice it, I'm out. So you don't like the Chick Fil A fries then. I feel like we're interrogating well, well, you. But that's, that's a different. thicker lattice. That's not a lattice. That's a crisp cut. That's different. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what's your top style of fry? Just crispy. Don't just don't make them droopy. Thin? Don't want droopy. Well, no one wants that. Nobody steak wants that. Steak cut? They serve them everywhere. No one likes steak cut over everything else. No. Shoestring fries, tasty. Shoestring is perfect. Chick-fil-A fries, great. They are weirdly great. McDonald's fry, obviously... Wendy's, I will take. Everyone else can like great. eat shit and die. In and out, not great. Uh, when you hash get those browns. crispy, though. Yeah, I love browns. well-done hash browns that are crispy, and then mm-hmm. you put your eggs and stuff like that on it. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes are good, but, I mean, they're good. They're both good mediums. It depends on what you're paying. If you have a nice short rib going on those mashed potatoes, enjoy. Yeah, and the fry has to be crispy. I don't want, but then overcooked is a problem. So yeah. I go Pringles. I love Pringles. <laughs> what flavor? Just original? Yeah, I'm not doing that, like, weird prawn Pringles one. Pringles are pizza. like the Pizza Hut of chip. <laughs> My husband hates them. Uh, if there He's is a, good man. a mini <gasps> thing of Pringles in a mini bar, oh, I will eat it. I cannot for be like stopped. For like $14, yeah. I, I'll just be like, put it on my tab. Yeah. Fair. I don't know. I mean, potato. You know what? I'll go some. I love a baked potato. Oh, a what pota- do you put on there? Classic potato. Yeah. P- classic potato format. What don't, do you got going on that? Okay. My baked potato goes butter, salt, ranch dressing, bacon, turkey bacon, or smoked turkey. The either of those. Bits. Yeah, uh, broccoli, cheddar cheese. Chives? Sure. Sometimes sour sure. cream. I didn't really grow up eating it. It's so. a nice situation you got going. I, the ranch I didn't see coming. I've never seen anybody offer ranch with a baked potato. No. I don't steer people wrong. Sour Patch Kid popcorn. People are like, no way, and then they eat it. They're like, oh, my life. Uh, truffle popcorn. Yeah, we talked mm-hmm. about that one. Tasty times. Ranch and your baked potato. 
The AMC movie theater now, because they have so many food items, has like a spigot for ranch. Like how they have one for oh, um, say ranch, like ketchup and uh, what'd you call it? Mustard, like a spigot. What'd you call that condiment? Ranch. Nope, the one after it. Ketchup and mustard. Ketchup. How do you say it? Ketchup. Corch hop. No, you don't. Corch <laughs> hop. Because you know they have the the Kjorch. pumps. The yeah. big squares, and now I mean, they have I, one for barbecue and ranch. Yeah, I guess I know it. I don't live there. So like when you, you go do. to the AMC, you can just squirt out some ranch. Do you have a timeshare in the AMC? Like, I vacation. There's a family raccoon there that comes in to warm their paws. Three within like in a mile between of Annabelle May. releases. <laughs> there are three every right Avenger movie, so that's every week. You I could do what that person did at the party before and stash plates of food under there. For like, check a cooler under one of the seats. B13, there's, that's where you're sandwiching. There's a custodian. Direct, Scott. I have strict law. I don't like— <laughs> They're not doing that great of a job. You can't bring in a food in there. People all the time will bring in a food like a Chipotle with like a barbacoa meat. And you're like, that's a smell, oh, you animal. Yeah, that's a smell. They'll bring in like Indian food from the place around the corner. That's like not neighborly. A yeah. wet garlic pizza. Female comics it's disgusting. Shames. Regional Asian cuisine. You can't bring it in the movie theater you can't. unwrap your burrito bowl and go blah, blah, also blah. like you're getting scared i don't want to watch us and be like oh more i fixing. saw when cruel intentions came back in the theaters this past year it was a very small theater the girls came in Wait, next by to me. theater do you mean your living room no it's a theater and by back do you mean you got the blu-ray have, of course i have the blu-ray and I have a DVD of one through three, but I was at the it's theater. The third? They made yes. three of those. There's wow. three. The second one has Amy Adams. The third one I made with paper puppets. <laughs> no, but the people came in with like a like a chicken and a sauce, like a wet chicken <laughs> and a disgusting. foil. And they like Ugh. opened it and were just like, ah, ah. Ramona came in with two lobsters. Like, I'm saving one for tomorrow. <laughs> to be fair, they thought they were going to be b- yeah. by themselves in that theater. So. I was furious that there were other people How in that theater. How full was that theater, though? Full. Really? Full. All right. uh, I agree. The same thing about airplanes. You can bring an orange. Love the zest. Do not bring hot food on no. your airplane. I understand Although- you're listening. You're smelling. with. You're listening with your nose <laughs> to first class eating, but orange. I don't know. I don't love an I was at a movie. The guy next to me peeled open an orange, and that is a... It's not a bad smell, but you it hits you. Like, that's a, you peel an orange and it hits Only you. Only you're offended by, like, a natural fruit fragrance. You're not supposed to have hey, it in hey, here. <laughs> quit hitting the furniture. All right? You're sweating. Um, I don't disagree with you about the hot food thing. I think it's weird. You're trying to have an emotion in a movie, not just, like, hunker down and shove food in. Right. Uh, you're supposed to eat all your food during the credits. Yeah, I do. I eat all my popcorn during the credits. Yes, and then you put it down. The trailers. Because I don't want to choke and get scared. <laughs> and then like oh, an, midsummer. Like an hour in, you can ref- you can have a few more handfuls, and then you know. Did you see Midsummer? Not yet. I gotta get around to it. Mm. I'm always so busy eating. I know, but you wanted to break. see it so bad. I've heard mixed things. I also feel mixed things about Hereditary. Like, it was scary, but I didn't love the ending. Couldn't figure it out. Same thing with us. I know no one's allowed to say that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't love us. Everyone's I was disappointed. Was that the one that you were doing the impression yes. of? Okay. The end, you were like, wait, what? Like, if I have to go read a blog about it, like, it didn't I had to it. read so much about it. And then I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Back to this hot food thing. Hot food, which was not even, we were Barbara talking about potatoes. It just is so rude. That potato thing really kicked off a tornado here. But <laughs> to be fair, hours. we have, like, low-quality donuts coursing through our veins, so we're a little jacked up. Thanks coursing for bearing with us. Coursing slowly. Am staggering. <laughs> mm. 
I feel like that's thing I'll say about hot food in places, but okay. don't bring it on a plane. You said don't yeah. bring it. It just even McDonald's on a plane, like man, oh, eat it before. What's well, already gone who, bad? Well, and the people who have like wrapped it up at Chick Fil A at like the Atlanta airport, and they have it wrapped, and then they sit in their seat and they start unpacking it. No, the time for that was when you were sitting out there in the open air. And some people were like, well, I remember one time almost missing a flight so I could get some PF Changs. Oh, uh, Mongolian beef. Yeah. Um, Where were you that they had P.F. Chang's in the airport? Probably an Atlanta. Airport. Fine airport. Not P.F. Chang's. What's the smaller one? Was it? Payway. Payway, Atlanta. They don't have them anymore here. Okay. All of them closed. It they was the, only have them in the It airport. was the lettuce cups. It's the same corporation, so they yeah. have some of the items. Oh, decent. And then I had to, like, get my money back because they were taking so long. But see, you weren't. You didn't just wait there, take so them, and then go sit on your plane. Yeah, I mean, the hot food, it does suck. Even when I'm not eating and, like, the smell in first class wakes me up of food. And then I always feel bad when they make, like, fresh cookies. And they're like, only for the wealthy. <laughs> and the cookies are, just so you know, if you're sitting in coach, the cookies are not good. And the grossest thing to me, I only fly first class. I don't care what you think about that. It's something I spend my money on. I'm in the air a lot to come and entertain you. Uh, I think it's American. They serve ice cream sundaes. And what? they come That's around. So messy. With the, it's so indulgent. They come around with the cart. Like American was like, how can we separate ourselves in the dessert market? I know. So they come along with their cart and they read off the toppings to like a grown man. They're like, we have caramel, praline pecan, hot fudge, strawberry, nuts. And you got to listen to some guy named Kirk <laughs> in a suit on his way to Philadelphia. Like, okay, I'll take strawberries and hot fudge and yes, nuts. that'll do. That'll do. Yeah. No, thank you. And then they just watch like Big Hero 6 with their headphones on. <laughs> and it's like they all revert to being children. And I'm like, that is low-grade ice cream. I don't want any of this shit. The warm nuts that they give you, it's just a bucket of nuts. And yeah. it's they just keep them by the exhaust. <laughs> Not what it is because no, I'm always kidding. I've never weird. been in first class. Either. Oh, no, I eat neither. those nuts and then typically nothing else. So. I'm in the cattle buying a $12 sandwich and watching. Movies. I typically don't eat the meal, I'm sleeping. I feel like I always watch a movie about Jewish people on a plane. Good, I watch Dis- Disobedience. That's I watch, not about Jewish people, that's I like watch, a lesbian I watch, Rachel Vice. What's the Rachel Vice? What's Denial where she's like the I think lawyer? You just like Rachel Vice, <laughs> and she's in a lot of movies. Is Liv Schreiber Jewish? I don't. No. It's got to be with that last name, or at least just German. Just yeah, German. well, you know him and Naomi Watts were together, but they're apart now. But they have children together, and they seem to be co-parenting. Well, well. she's the Jewish ideal that like Shiksa, thin blonde, Australian. non-Jew is like every Jewish guy's dream. <laughs> yeah, he's very he's cute. He's like very swarthy. He was in some sad movie I watched. Liv Schreiber, Idris Elba, like mom hot. Uh, Ray Donovan. That's Liv, Sh- Liv Schreiber. That's not Liv Schreiber. Ray Donovan. Uh. Yeah. No. Who's the guy from... The guy who is Ray Donovan? Stop talking. John Candy? Stop it. <laughs> Goodfellas. Ray Liotta. Oh, Ray Liotta from commercials about Chantix okay. or whatever. <laughs> What's the show Ray Liotta's on? People are screaming in their cars right now. What show is he on? Hold on. I'm going to find You're right. Ray out. Donovan is him. Ray Liotta. Yeah, it's called like Chicago Gym or something. <laughs> Chicago Gym, not Chicago Fire. Not no, wait, dark. hold on. Wait, Shades of Blue. No, Great News. Unbreakable. It's not Shades. of— How old is this show? It's a new show. It's a spinoff of the Chantix Smoke. <laughs> Ray Liotta. It's called like Downtown Man. <laughs> no. What's his show? 
right now in 2016 to 2018, Shades of Blue and The Simpsons. Okay, Shades. Oh, it's, I was thinking of The Simpsons. Ray Liotta. <laughs> in the 2020. Been writing on The Simpsons for 18 years. He has The Many Saints of Newark. <laughs> I wonder what, what that show's about. I don't think you're talking about Ray it's Shades Liotta. of Blue. It's Shades of Blue. With um, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. My friend Hampton Fluker was on that. But it's canceled now. Drea DeMatteo. Drea DeMatteo. You're so white. <laughs> DeMatteo. Welcome to DeMatteo. I thought longer I would have said it right. Yeah. Hampton Fluker played Marcus Tufo. He also played part of a gay couple in Instant Family that I was in. Shout out Hampton Fluker. We're buddies. Um. Okay, Shades of Blue. Moving on. Okay, so the point <laughs> is the answer is Pringles. <laughs> Well, that takes us down to uh, the top of the cob. Welcome to Dame Matteo's, my <laughs> Italian boss. It's spaghetti with salsa. Welcome to Georgia. All right, DeMatteo. It's the top of the cob. You're doing it right every day. You just take a bite, top of the cob. You have I wherewithal to, <laughs> to say Rachel Vice and pronounce the W like a V. I have to ask you a question, which is semi-related, which is, how do you feel about Marissa Tomei? Because, Marissa Tomei? Tomei luggage. Because she's the Aunt May now in Spider-Man, and she's, like, the hot one, and she has, yeah. like, tight tight jeans. And then Aunt May used to be an elderly woman. Get her hot. And then I went and looked at her in um, My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Which was My so biological ago. clock is ticking. And she still looks so young. And she's like 54. She was 65 in Romy Michelle's High School <laughs> Reunion. She does not age. Marissa Tomei? Yeah. She does not age. She was she, not in that movie. She played the grandma. <laughs> not Marissa Tomei. Wait, what's... Uh, Janine Garofalo doesn't no. age. What's, uh, what's Romy's... Maria Sorvino? Mira Sorvino. That's the one who doesn't age. That's Mira who Sorvino I was thinking Sorvino doesn't age. Mira Sorvino does not. It's no, must- you look at Mighty Aphrodite, you look at now, same thing. Mira Sorvino does not age. Paul Sorvino did age very fast. <laughs> uh, she's like, she didn't get his jeans. Mira Sorvino doesn't age. It must be the Italian blood. It's got to be that olive yeah, oil. Drea DiMatteo? Right, because she has an eye there. Always look like Aid, who met a vicious end. Sorry if I'm spoiling good... Uh, God, uh, Sopranos for you or the Sopranos Lorraine Bracco Lorena Bobbitt looks Lorraine great Lorraine Bracco looks you know what I know Lorraine her Bracco. from I hope you're gonna say Goodfellas the mom in Rizzoli Niles Rizzoli's mom <laughs> you're like so anti-Italian it's <laughs> painful that's all about Italians Rizzoli oh is that a fun Isles <laughs> Isles is very white and her mom I was know. Jacqueline Bissett she's Irish what was the point is uh uh <laughs> Mira Sorvino doesn't age, and Marissa Tomei always look great. She also looks like anybody, anybody, my Aunt Debbie. Moving on. All right. Okay, now you can do your top and bottom of the cup. How do we got that out of the way? All of my administrative paperwork. What is it? Oh, I'm sorry. I gotcha. That's right. We use paper. Flipping through all your potato notes there. (laughs) Uh, My top, I'll start with the bottom. You know what? I got a couple bottom of the cubs. But I'll start with the top. I'll start with the... Uh, I went out. My brother rented a boat. He lives up in very far northern California. Rented a boat. Went out on the boat. Uh, I didn't gauge how strong the sun was. I got a sunburn. But I bought the aloe with lidocaine, which really helped. And my skin didn't peel. A couple days later, went to Bermuda with my mom. And that sunburn provided a base. I still wore sunscreen. But, of course, you're on a tropical island uh, or mid-Atlantic island. And I got a tan. So I'm the tannest I've been in a very long time. So I like that, even though you can still see my veins. I'm tan. I'm just tan enough that I'm not 
uncomfortable with my thighs out because no one's going to say how pale they are because it's like a they're, they're they're meaty. Yeah, you had some you had some shorts going on the other day. I was I did you usually have going. Uh, so my sunburn became a tan as I'd hoped it would. Um, the bottom of the cob is. I look down at my forearm to the tip of my pointer finger, and I realize because my arms kind of freckle mm-hmm. that I have my nana's hands. I have Nana hands. My mom is olive skin, and she has, like, these elegant fingers. My dad, his side is, like, pale, very, like, Polish, and it's freckled. And I just realized that I have the same hands as my Nana. And I see her hands. She had very short, like, bitten-down fingernails, as does my father. And I see her hands just pulling apart chicken and peeling carrots and saying, here, take. So I have Nana hands. And then if you take your, your index finger and you look at it, like, point and look at it. So you have a view of the the knuckle and then the skin under it where the palm is. It's speckled up until the palm skin starts in, which is halfway, and it looks like a bass. Like the top is speckled and like bass have like white bellies and I have a bass finger. And I think that's ugly. So my bottom of the cup is my bass finger and Nana hand. you already got a husband. It's a good thing. Uh, it's funny because when Fred came in the first time, he was like, I'm so proud of her. I love her. But she's got her Nana's hands. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> his mother. We glossed right past it. I got his nose, her nose, and their hands. So <sighs> fix that one, though. I also, speaking of, full, of uh, extended digits, I got a pedicure the other day, and they had a metallic gel and I was like I'll just do it so I don't pick up my feet and it was so metallic that it looks like beetle wings yeah. it's like a bluish green like tur- uh, magenta green and I've got beetle toes now exotic it's a good thing I'm already married beetle toe nana hands bass fingers coming at you what's your top of the, top of the cup my top of the cup is that I have almost watched 100 and ranked 100 erotic thrillers I'm at like 97 once I get to 100 I feel like then it's not weird it's an accomplishment you're like, but I'm still horny. So. All the time. <laughs> uh, that's fair. If you do it enough, it's not weird as an accomplishment. If you do 100 and you rank them, which is what I've been doing, I've been putting them on a list for pedophiles say. <laughs> Once it's a canon of work, it's not creepy. Then I've created a, a, a reference point for people. Yeah. <laughs> My bottom of what, what people? The, 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 oh. the people on the internet. The other people of Letterboxd. The other people on the internet. And uh, the bottom of the the cup is that I went to a couple different restaurants and they were just so expensive. And it sucks when you're you're like, oh, why is this $24 burger? I wasn't ready. Is this about Tom Tom again? That was one of the ones, but quit ordering these expensive burgers. When you're in a place where it's like you can spend $18 on one taco or you can spend $24 on a burger, it's like you make your choices. Emily, meat is expensive. Like, I got know? the Impossible Burger, but oh. I had to take off all the fun stuff because they're like, it has jalapeno aioli and jalapenos and crisped jalapenos. And I was like, well, can you do something else? What's the fun stuff? I take off all this meat. All the jalapenos. <laughs> impossible, though. I took off. It's impossible. It's not the eat. very reasonable. <laughs> yeah, but it's price, price. And yeah, but I just had bad luck with food. And then that Postmates came and I still haven't gotten my credit back and it wasn't my food. I okay, didn't I'll order take you it. for a snack. No, I'm just, I'm just, this is my bottom of the cup is okay. that food oh, was... <laughs> Didn't go well for me lately, Scott. Yeah, and you ate that whole donut. You have a top or a bottom? No. (laughs) We asked you to participate last episode. And And I did. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, he did. It was. You fulfilled your obligations. All right, you don't have to do it. Uh, (laughs) He's never asked me to do it, so I just don't have anything. I thought I would like to think you always come prepared just in case. I'd like to think you're that kind of guy. Just waiting there, like maybe just hoping that he'll be involved. 
Sometimes, Emily, I'm going to say this to you with love isn't the word. I don't know. Sometimes your bottom of the cob is my bottom of the cob. <laughs> what? Aww. Oh, no. <laughs> the food oh. thing. Oh, 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 oh. You want to pay everybody? Listen to me. <sighs> everybody wants waiters to make a living wage. Well, that's why your oh, burger I is tip, $55. I tip very well. Doesn't matter. He's already making money. He's already making a He's regular wage. He's not making money based on He's what my burger costs. He's making money hand over hoof. I tip well above. <laughs> so serve me something reasonable. <gasps> Whoa, you didn't even blink when you— You should be an actor. I just watched Science of Lambs, so I'm not blinking anymore. Okay, that's a great— That's the best sentence I've heard. Yeah, well, that was his trick. Anthony Hopkins. He just didn't blink. Like, I do it on dates. I do it at job interviews behind your back. I do want to order my $80 burger. All right. You guys asked me anything. We gave you the, the answers. Emily's a little bit more resigned to her fate of expensive food now, but she participated as I requested. And that's the show. Write in to Ask Eliza Anything. Give us your questions. We're going to have a lot of interesting guests coming up because we've had time to book them since I took a hiatus yes. because my dog died and I needed to take a knee. But now we're back. And again, we have a lot of your questions still just because you didn't hear it today doesn't mean we will not get to it. I catalog everyone's questions and we do what we can. Not so everyone. Don't Some are really stress. bad. I mean, yeah, if you're asking about... If you didn't ask a question like an asshole, we probably answered your question. Yeah. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.